Hello, friends. You are listening to your favorite cup of coffee that has been very, very absent. And honestly, I have a good excuse this time because I wasn't sure about the legality of what we're going to talk about today. And then I realized I don't really care because you know what I'm saying? It really happened. So there's really like there's really like no legality to it, truly and honestly, because I'm about to tell you guys the most fucking ridiculous story that I think I've I would say that I've ever experienced, but I feel like if you've been listening to this long enough, you know that that's absolutely not true. But stay tuned to find out how my entire film cohort got exposed to COVID because half of my crewmates had to film in a sex club in Queens. Now, I wasn't there. I absolutely wasn't there because there's a certain brand of stubborn that I think protected me from being there. But I still did have to quarantine for two weeks. And this young man is no longer in our class, the young man that orchestrated this bullshit. So thank you so much for listening and let's get to it. start from the beginning because this is absolutely absurd and there's a lot to get through so just bear with me. So I am in film school, I am in a two-year film program and I get to write stories all day, it's very exciting. And obviously to write a movie you need like a ton of people on your set. So for final movies these are like the most complicated movies we've ever made and these were last semester. And I had a crew of like three people originally, and then I literally swapped out those three people for people that I usually work with, and then I had an additional person. That additional person, let's call him Q, because I've been watching a lot of Moesha lately, so we're going to call him Q. Q obviously didn't want to be there, which is crazy because my set was at my house, so it's like... In theory, you could, like, drink and, like, smoke and get right. You know what I mean? Like, you're really just in, like, a cushy apartment. And all you have to do is just, like, handle sound. Which, if you're not familiar with that, all you have to do is hold a pole, literally. And just, you know, make sure that things sound okay. Because, fun fact, if a movie looks okay, but doesn't sound great, then people lose interest quicker. But whatever. So, the the shoot was two days long. It was from... What was it? It was from like 10 to 6, both days, which if you're in the media industry, you know that that's not a lot. And on the first day, he actually fell asleep, standing up, holding the pole, the boom pole, the microphone pole or whatever is literally double his size. They're fucking huge. I don't understand how he even managed to fall asleep. But regardless, that night I decided I was going to fire him because... Like, it's supposed to be fun. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not fun, I could have just, like, went back to law school, you feel me? Like, I didn't have to be, like, a broke artist. Like, I could have been, like, miserable but making money. And the second day of the shoot, he just doesn't show up. He just never came. And honestly, the three people that were left on my crew, we absolutely killed it. That was so much fun. Like, honestly, we ended right on time. We had a little, like, set party after. We took tons of professional photos. Like, it was honestly really fun. But this kid does not contact me until almost the shoot's over talking about, hey, Val, sorry, wasn't feeling so hot. Like, not even a period at the end. Like, I don't even get a punctuation. Like, I'm not even worth a whole punctuation. Okay, cool. 
a bitch like me, you feel me? Like, I was good. Like, I didn't answer. I had no intentions of answering. Like, it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, if I didn't firmly believe that I was going to encounter you in the professional world at some point, I would probably address you like a homie, but obviously we're not homies. So, like, I don't even feel the need to, like, answer you. You feel me? Don't mind my throat because... I don't know why I sound so groggy all of a sudden. Probably because it's literally 1 a.m. But, okay, so he still had to shoot his final film. And I had no intentions of helping. He didn't even ask me, even though technically I was his crew. And by school rules, I was supposed to help. But, you know, he never texted me. So, um, what happened? I'm home eating my frozen mangoes like a Caribbean would. And one of my actors from my final movie is texting me and she's like oh my god like i have no idea where i am this that and the third and she's a woman so if a woman texts you that she doesn't know where she is and she feels like she's in danger it's you know what i'm saying you're immediately thinking danger so i was like turn on your location like it's fine like wherever you are it's probably like the set is just probably set up to look really disgusting you feel me like because she was on set filming for q and then one of my other crewmates texted me about how disgusting it was where they were. And I was like, where exactly are you? And they said that they were in a sex club. Mind you, okay, I'm not like, it's not like I didn't believe them. I just didn't understand. You feel me? Like when two people, two very appropriate and proper people in your industry that you respect text you on like a Wednesday, like in the middle of the day that they're at a sex club, like... You know, and like, you know, for a fact that they're not there fucking, it's just like, you know, something's kind of off. And I realized that this young man has them all shooting in the sex club. Like with no windows, like with glory holes, like, 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 I don't think that they were aware, but the way they described it to me, that was a trap house. That was a trap brothel because there was no front door and he had to like come retrieve them from the back. Like, like the address was one of those like 30-92 type addresses, you feel me? Like the Uber wouldn't even know where to drop you off. And like, again, a bitch like me, I'm a little too entitled. Like chances are I would have gotten in my car and left. But I can understand that people wanting to build their name in the industry don't want to be seen as difficult. Here's the thing. I am difficult very difficult so if i had pulled up one and known that i was going to be in queens but more importantly at any type of like unventilated dungeon basement type do you feel me like i just i simply wouldn't have been there and i feel like he knew that which is why he didn't ask me and other crewmates you feel me so it was a crew of a bunch of people and then there were two female actresses and one male actor and the plot is that the male actor is going to therapy and his girlfriend comes in with his with her cousin and he finds out that his girlfriend is cheating on him with her cousin not his cousin her cousin and there's like an ass slap and like a wall shove and like for whatever reason like at the end of this script there's like he's talking about the f word because this kid is loose with slurs and like I just feel like the most confusing part about all this is the fact that you know what I'm saying all semester he's been talking about my mom gets laid more than me I want to have sex da -da 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 -da. but then we learned that his mom's boyfriend owns a brothel. 
I just feel like if any of my school tuition was tied to sex work or sex work money at all, I would literally never mention sex. And to add on to the absurdity, my crewmate is talking about she asked this man where his arm was because apparently he's missing an arm. And obviously him missing an arm like literally means nothing. I just feel like it's so absurd that you had them in this situation that she was feeling so uncomfortable and so awkward that she went and asked your soon-to-be stepdad where his arm was. Clearly the arm wasn't there. <clears throat> so fast forward a few days or whatever because like we're all in the middle of finals and everybody's just you know what I'm saying like nobody's really like worried about other people they're just kind of worried about their editing and um I get a call from one of my amazing crewmates and she's like upset so I was like what's up like who upset you and he's talking or she's talking about Q just hung up on her because Apparently, one of Q's actors was just tested positive for COVID. And the thing is, everybody just spent an eight-hour rehearsal with her in closed quarters in this sex club. And immediately after they were recording in their sex club, they all came to my house to record two more movies. And I was in one of the movies with Little Miss Positive's opposite. Mind you, it's not Q that's telling me this. It's my crewmate. So I'm asking her what's going on, and she's telling me that he told her that it's not his responsibility to warn any of us. So again, a bitch like me? Bet. So we have, what, six hours of class the next day? And um, one of our classes is with, like, the most amazing man in the world. He also has a podcast. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry, Alex. You know I love you love you to death love you more than chipotle but um yeah so i knew we, we had class with him and i knew we also had class with our producing teacher who is a stickler for the rules like covid hit him disproportionately difficultly i believe feel me so he's very much on the train of if i can prevent somebody by to blah, if i can prevent somebody from getting sick like uh just by like following the rules and being communicative, that's what we finna do, we finna communicate. So um, I knew one way or another we were about to get the story on what happened because we woke up at seven in the morning for our class and I got a text from another one of my amazing crewmates and she said some Q at 7 a.m. removed himself from all of our WhatsApp groups because that's how like, like all the film cohorts communicate. It's just easier. I just genuinely feel like it's easier. And he was in obviously all of our groups with our cohort and our class and withdrew himself from all of them. And he had blocked us all on Instagram, which I hadn't found out until like two weeks later, but I assume it happened that night because I hadn't seen him on socials anyway. So um, in our first class with the, the amazing Alex with his podcast, I was like, I need a, I need a meeting. And he was like, right now. And I said, I need a meeting. And I need I need it with uh, my crewmates, which like literally left out like two people in our class. And he was like, okay, uh, Valley needs a meeting. So I'll be back in 15. I said, no, you will not. You will be back in 30 to 35. Great. So we had our meeting and we were like, here's what it is, this, that, and the third, ah, ah, ah. And he was literally like, his jaw was agape. Like this man is of a considerable age. He's gotta be like in his early 60s. So he's seen a good amount considering being a black man in America the last 60 years. So for him to be this shocked, I was like, you didn't know shit about this, huh? Like you didn't know anything. And he was like, no, I'm so sorry you guys went through this. Like literally so shocked. So he was like, well, I wanna know what happened. So I'm gonna ask like the powers that be. And we were like, bet, like that's our nigga for real. So fucking, we got an email from the fucking dean, 
not like the dean of the program, the dean of the whole fucking school. And she was like, um, yeah, so I would like to meet about what happened. I had no idea about what happened. And then it dawned on me slash all of us that he wasn't expelled or nothing. He just like left. Like he just like vanished. Like he just like had decided that he wasn't going to deal with it. And just like vanished. So I was feeling like garbage that week. Like I was just feeling like shit. I just remember just like, uh, I just like, I think my body's just like still shot from first semester. That's probably why I sound like I went through a garbage disposal, which are not customary in fucking Manhattan if you didn't know, but whatever. So fucking the meeting was like at the very end of the day, like sometime, it was that next Monday because she was like, when are we meeting Monday or Friday? Like she wasn't like, when are you good to meet? It was like, or she wasn't like, oh, are we meeting? She was like, when are you good to meet? So, um, the meeting started out super I was like she's amazing so like one she's a woman AA like women in power but also it's like she started out like so apologetic and understanding but also like like solution based which I love we love a solution based woman so she was like so what happened and I of course like I genuinely wanted to let my crewmates take the reign because we were all affected like directly but um two of my crewmates were actually there so we let them get their story out and then she had us all talk about like our personal experiences and all of us had personal beef and then all of us had professional beef and we were all very honest and my crewmates were raised well they were raised so well and apparently better than me because they were like oh well it was a sex club this that and the third and she was appalled and i felt like the dean wasn't getting the full scope of the nastiness because there's certain sex clubs that are probably cleaner than your fucking apartments and then there's like a, you know what i'm saying so i was like hi i'm val i'm the blunt one what's up they were in a brothel they were in what's called the trap they were they were in um a place with an unmarked door they were in a place that had not been cleaned in a while there was blowjob juice on the floor like as in glory holes and don't tell my wife I'm so sorry they're just too polite to tell you and she was like oh and she was real as fuck she was like I want all the details so we went in and we talked about his ugly ass script and we talked about and I sent her the script and we talked about how just like it was just mishandled from start to finish and then she was like well he doesn't go to the school anymore obviously he withdrew which is crazy how you and like how did you manage to withdraw that fast I've never done anything that fast. And he was like, and if he didn't withdraw, he would not be at the school anymore. And I was like, oh, see, she's spicy. She's spicy. So she was like, what do you want to be done? And I was like, blacklisted. What the fuck? He was so just intentionally reckless, just elephant in a tea shop. And everybody was just kind of like, blink, blink. I don't care if that sounds dramatic. I'm talking shit to everybody I see, okay? Like, I don't give a fuck. And, um... Like, literally, like, there's so many creatives in New York. Like, you don't give a fuck about anyone, not even yourself. So how can I trust you with my, with me or anybody I care about? And you're not going to fucking ruin my reputation because you're fat and stupid. So, um, I mean, I think that the general consensus was that just he's reckless and never going to be allowed around anybody ever again. And if he ever tries to reapply, it's just, he's probably just going to get a letter back that says, ha. Huh. So... Yeah, and I had posted, like, this thing on Instagram just to all 12 of my followers, you know, just, like, being, like, don't work with this man. Do not work with this man. He does not give a fuck about safety. He does not give a fuck about boundaries. He just doesn't give a fuck. So, 
yeah, that's the story about how all of my crewmates were filming at a brothel in Queens and I was home eating mangoes. Kinda crazy. I would also just like to say like, for one, if you're somebody who's heard this story a thousand times, unless you're one of my crewmates, I don't give a fuck if you think we're belaboring this because the stuff in this industry on a way more disgusting and habitual scale with much more powerful and attractive people happens every single day and it happens in every industry but this is my industry so that's what I'm going to talk about and this man had racist tendencies he was sexist he was disgustingly homophobic he was biased he casted girls based on if he wanted to fuck and he's never had a chance with literally anybody he's ever casted so he's also delusional and I feel like people need to talk about it and people need to talk about when people treat them badly in general and especially at work talk about it it doesn't make you look stupid or taken advantage of or even if it does whatever that's really not on you because somebody was bad to you so people need to talk about it my one friend was like wigging out he was like don't do this this is gonna start a war one who's gonna check me like who like we're all so in it like we are all so stuck in this pandemic like nobody really gives a fuck what anybody's doing and if you do you didn't check me and you're not going to check me but number two it's really not about being rude or checking anybody other than him and making sure that I protect other creatives well anywhere like all in the world but in this community in Manhattan in my little community of creatives we have to look out for each other especially the girls and the gays like you know what I'm saying well everybody but you know what I'm saying whatever anyway <clears throat> thank you so much for listening you guys I love you all you guys are so patient with my like lack of posting for whatever reason oh wait it's because I'm building three empires <laughs> so as usual you can hear me on Spotify iTunes Apple Podcasts Pandora Stitcher Google Podcasts tune in Castbox Podcast Addict Podchaser Deezer Listener Notes and Buzzsprout directly thank you so much guys love and light wash your fucking hands and wear a mask Seriously, I've noticed people stop giving a fuck, especially you folks in Jersey. Y'all stop giving a fuck. But yes, I still love you all. And love and light. Please get some rest. Thank you so much for listening.